They say a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. And the first step can't happen until the thousand mile goal has been set. Welcome to the Conquer Your Mountains Week 1 podcast titled Genesis, where we will explore new beginnings and how they relate to working professionals. Today's episode is all about setting goals that you're able to follow through on. And I'm excited to have a long-standing friend of mine, Arthur Madondo, joining me today. Arthur is a chartered accountant, and over the past 15 years, he has been a financial manager and senior manager at several well-known brands that have included a multinational food franchise, a tech company, and a global big four audit firm. He is married and has a growing family, and most of his career was in South Africa, but is currently now based in Canada. In this episode, we'll be discussing goal setting and we'll be exploring questions like what are common resolutions for working professionals? How can working professionals set achievable goals for their upcoming year? And what are some tips for staying motivated and accountable when pursuing New Year's resolutions? So, Arthur, welcome. It's so good to have you on this show. Hi, Manja. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be joining you and having this podcast with you. So, Arthur is our first guest on this show. Uh, He is a pioneer, uh, so I'm very grateful uh, that he has taken this first step. And, uh, yeah, Arthur, let's dive in. Yeah, our theme is about new beginnings, and the listener of this podcast could be overwhelmed as they start what could be a 52-week journey for them, uh, trying to create the best year of their lives. And yet it's challenging um, with any journey to take the first steps. How do you think someone uh, takes the first steps of a new challenge and maybe in your experience Uh, if you've embarked on similar long-term journeys? It's all about just taking a leap of faith, really, Um, embracing that new challenge and uh, firmly believing in yourself. We do have the capability inside of ourselves to take on challenges and uh, knowing that to be a rewarding experience and, you know, the outcome of it will will be something that will fulfill you in the end. Mm. So I think just taking that leap of faith uh, and believing in yourself are the key elements. I've experienced that daunting moment when I've signed up for something big. Um, I remember many years ago, I signed up for my first marathon uh, when I had recently started running. And the easiest step is to make the payment to enter for the race. But what's more difficult is to say, hang on, how do I do this? I, I've only ever run, say, 20 Ks, and suddenly I must run for five hours. Um, are, are there any other uh, resolutions that you've had to set as a working professional that are daunting in that manner? Yes, uh, I can remember, um, I guess, when I was starting a new job, I just... Um, signed up this new role as a finance manager for one of the coffee retailers in South Africa. So I just received a job offer 
and clearly it was above my capabilities or at least at that time I thought it was uh, but I, I just took a leap of faith I signed the contract there I was with uh, a role that felt daunting to me on day one my heart was throbbing through my chest because I was uncertain on whether I'll be able to actually assume this role whether mm. my whether my skill set will be sufficient um, whether the people would like me whether I'll yeah. be able to to manage the people as well and the team so that's still fresh in my mind and fortunately I think that was all just fear-based um, yeah uh, thoughts that were running through my mind but I actually found that you know I took it one day at a time and I could actually uh, assume the role uh, and integrate with the people and everyone was was very forgiving of the small errors that I thought would be um, significant in my eyes. So that's just one of the examples that I had. Yeah, and uh, I like how you talk about small errors. Um, yeah, I remember when I started uh, my first job um, many years ago, over 20 years ago, uh, one of the errors I made was uh, I broke um, uh, a laptop by mistake. Uh, and at that time, right. this was the late 90s, we had very few laptops and they were like gold. Right. Um, and here I was starting a five-year career and week two I've already <laughs> broken something and I was like, oh no, <laughs> my there, there goes my five-year goal. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, fortunately the firm were very understanding and uh, yeah, I eventually became a director at, at that firm. Uh, but yeah, I think one has nice. to be uh, aware that the small errors that one makes uh, are never the end, but they're normally the start of something big. Absolutely. And, and besides starting new new roles, uh, uh, anything else on the personal side where you had to embark on something big? On the health and well, wellness side, I think that's one of the key areas where I've um, almost cre created a goal towards making sure that um, I have some form of work-life balance. Yeah. Uh, and one of the, th the key things has been also running, uh, incorporating yeah. some form of running in my day-to-day -day routines, just so that I prioritize the physical and mental side of, of, of my health. W what I've done is um, I've set uh, some goals for myself every week to at least do three forms of exercises um, so i go for two runs and one of the days i'll go to the gym just so that i i can um, um work on my my muscles enhance my muscle tissues there yeah so i, I found that that helps me just to refresh uh to de-stress as well and have some form of balance in my life, you know, from incorporating that. Yeah, that, that's amazing, Arthur. And uh, through a mutual connection, I've, I've heard of your running times, uh, and it sounds like you are setting 
uh, amazing times on the 5k runs i think you do the <laughs> park runs regularly i do do a yeah. saturday morning park run i think currently i'm i'm on about 25 minutes for a five kilometer run but um certainly I, I think i can do better than that there's yes my personal best being 22 minutes on that run oh wow um, i haven't got to that stage yet <laughs> yeah but you know yeah. if, if someone can run 15 minutes a five kilometer i think there's always room for improvement on myself as well the great thing about a goal like running is you never ever arrive when you get to the next tier you're like oh i can actually go even faster yeah it's always a moving target isn't it it is yes and yeah and and that uh, is like many goals we we set in life i think what we think is a target when you get there you realize it was just a milestone and you go around the corner of the hill and you realize there's more hills waiting. Absolutely. Um, in terms of yeah, that work-life balance and yeah, the health and wellness aspect, uh, I found that for many professionals, uh, sometimes it's seen as optional. Yes, I've got an eight-hour-a-day job, but not everyone realizes that putting in the one hour a day or at least for exercise and recreation is just as important. Do you, do you think you would have made it this far if you hadn't brought in the exercise and wellness uh, resolutions? Absolutely not, right? So I think bringing in a work-life balance is quite critical if you are playing a long-term game. You want to avoid uh, things like burnout, or mental health issues if you overextend yourself by you know working tirelessly and in a stressful environment to achieve a single goal of yeah. of of only doing work you know as human beings we're not one dimensional i think we need to accept that you know there's many facets to our well-being and the more balanced you are or the more you try to get balance ultimately the the more you can uh, achieve or the more outcomes that comes out of you yes yeah um, and, and and you get more productivity as well in the long run from you know spending quality time with family and friends uh, picking up hobbies and just allocating some time for relaxation and things that you enjoy the most in life. I think that's such a, a profound statement that, uh, that we're not one-dimensional. Um, and my view is the average person should have about five to seven dimensions that they are always working on at, at any one time, including work, uh, there's family, exercise, there's spiritual uh, which is important for many people. There's the aspect of relationships. Um, yeah, so there's so many dimensions that one has to balance. And uh, all of them can be just as important. If something breaks in the one dimension, it has such a, a ripple impact on, on the other. Absolutely. I think they all affect each other, right? And they complement each other. 
even in the most subtle ways that uh, we're unconscious of. So it's key to always try try to strive that um, we give our attention to each one of those categories, if I can put it like. Yes, yeah, definitely. And Arthur, as we close this podcast, uh, what are some tips for staying motivated and, and accountable? Having had a look at your career and also even how you've pursued goals, like yeah, exercising, so many times a week and persevering. Uh, what what has helped you stay committed and yeah, helped you stay the course? Okay, so I think some of the key things, because motivation comes and goes, I've have I've had to leverage on forming habits and and routines. I try to formulate a habit that will sustain me even when the times of lower motivations come. Yes. Um, so generally what a habit does is you become so engraved in that routine that you almost work in autopilot. You know that at a certain time, at a certain moment in each day, you have to attend to that task or responsibility. And that's that's worked for me, right? Despite... Yes despite whether feeling very good or very low at a particular point in time. Um, So, yeah, forming a habit has been one of them. Uh, The other one has been finding an accountability partner or a mentor, right? Like you, Mantla, uh, over the years, you've, you've mentored me, and I've found that to have made had a huge difference in terms of staying motivated or sticking to the goals that I've set for myself. So it just helps have building a support system around you or seeking professional help, right? Someone who who is an expert in that field who can give you some advice and support from time to time just so that you you are aware of your blind spots and whether you are going off track, you know. Yeah, and then and then lastly, I think tracking my progress along the along the journey and just make making time to celebrate the small wins. Uh, that's that's also been crucial in having me staying motivated, you know. A lot of the times we get fixated at uh, at the goal and rushing to the end and we don't take time to celebrate the small wins and the small victories that come along and those in essence can catapult you further into into your next uh, step, you know, and the next step and the next step after that. Yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah, so I think those in a nutshell are some of the key pillars that I've used to help me stay motivated. I like what you say about getting to the autopilot stage. It sounds like getting to autopilot is the holy grail of um, of goal seeking. Uh, you get to that stage where if your goal is to, let's say, run every second day, without even realizing it, you just find yourself getting up at five in the morning and even though you don't 
uh, enjoyed at that time, uh, the process of getting up. Yeah. You just get up, your shoes are waiting for you, and once you're out, uh, it gets easier and easier when you're out on the road. So that autopilot um, statement you made will, will stick with me. And I, I've also enjoyed working with you in our mentor-mentee relationship. I think there's things that I've also learned as well um, in, in the over 10-year journey that we've walked. Absolutely. And again, I think just to emphasize starting small, the, 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 the goals I think need to be more realistic and achievable. And then just gradually increasing the difficulty as you build confidence is important as well. Um, I think one of the errors that we, we make is we want to run, sprint the marathon, you know, instead of maybe just running that first one kilometer in the first week and then building upon that every other week until you get to the 42 kilometer mark. That's certainly something to take away. Uh, don't sprint the marathon. Uh, yeah, otherwise you'll burn out. Yeah, um, run it with uh, planning and um, perseverance and uh, caution. Um, yeah, to, to stay injury free. Uh, we will end the podcast with an extract from my book, Conquer Your Mountains. Uh, the book is divided into 52 weeks, so reading from week one, page 15, which says, Genesis is about beginnings, and my desire is that you will begin unlocking a new perspective to your work, your life, and what you hold most dear. In Genesis 2, verse 15, God placed us in the garden to tend and guard it. Your work on earth is like that garden, and you have been given the tools and mental capacity, such as windmills, to nurture it and produce fruits. I've often found that work is like creating order out of chaos. Each day, week and year, I'm blasted with business reports, budget targets, emails, meetings, marketing opportunities, staff resignations, competitors' moves, and the ever-churning wheels of innovation. Out of that chaos, that darkness, one has to create meaning, form strategies, and achieve goals. This brings us to an end of today's podcast. Uh, our guest was Arthur. Arthur, thank you very much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you again on the next one of this podcast series. Go well, Arthur, and to our listeners today, uh, thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast. Thanks, Mandla. See you soon. Goodbye.